Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. everyone, Steven here. Before you listen to this life-affirming podcast, we wanted to let you know there is more where that came from. The Lazy Geeks Network gives you eight brand new episodes a month. That's five different shows. How do we find time to do all that? We have no idea, but we do it all for you. And the next best thing is, is that it's all free. First off, we give you our weekly podcast, The Lazy Geeks Podcast, which covers all the big news stories of the week. After that, we give you a second helping during your crazy week with a new installment of our monthly podcasts. First up, The Cinephile Podcast, which is movie geeks talking about movies. After that, we hit you with The Lazy Ring of Death Podcast, which covers gaming and technology news, reviews, new releases, and editorial content in this fanboy-driven tech and gaming world. Every third week, we offer you a look into the life of two grown-up geeks that have to make it in the real world, talking about stuff that grown-up geeks want to talk about in our Geek in the Life podcast. Lastly, we have our comic-centric show, In the Ink podcast, where we cover comic news, new releases, reviews, and some recommendations that you may have missed during the past month. Not only do we give you all these podcasts, but we have a website, thelazygeeks.com, where you can get all sorts of news, videos, reviews, and artwork in the world of geekdom. To get these podcasts, you can either subscribe to us on iTunes under The Lazy Geeks Network or get it off the website, thelazygeeks.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Now enjoy this auditory nirvana. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. And I'm Adam Briley. And today in the news... <laughs> no, you know, we should do a podcast like the old uh, reels they used to play during like the World Wars in the theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in this way, FFX is going to go ahead and have a full Simpsons <laughs> marathon. <laughs> I was always in the background. <laughs> uh, this just in. <laughs> Adam is sucking his own cock. <laughs> News from the front. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, I'll talk like that at work sometimes just to piss people off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
<laughs> that's what you do when you go on to like the intercom to like you know to summon people out front yeah uh, we need more cashiers up in front <laughs> oh oh uh i i i wanted to bring this this is real brief it's just a post on facebook before steve gets into his shit um <laughs> there's this this is picture on facebook you know what i'll share it i'll share it on uh the lazy geeks facebook page that's uh, facebook.com slash the lazy geeks yeah, yeah, that one. You should be, you should be, you should already have friend this one. And I'm talking to Adam on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm not friends with him. Very exclusive friends list. Um, <laughs> I have to my own page. <laughs> so I just, I just shared it. It's from ASAP Science, which I follow. They always come out with good shit. But this is an image, and it, it shows the uh, uh, illustration. Look, sounds better than a cartoon. <laughs> um, of the sun and then you see the horizon and the dude's holding his hand up and the, and I've heard this before if you put your your hand underneath where the sun is um, each finger represents 15 minutes now if your hand fits in between the horizon and the sun you need to start looking for shelter because time's running out so I posted a comment on this which I thought no one said it and I'm like this has to be common sense I don't know fucking no one thinking or what if you need a method like this to figure out that night is close when the sun is close to the horizon, you may not make it in your survival situation <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> like, what kind of silly shit? First of all, let's go blind and look at the sun. Right, yeah, exactly. And second of all, who doesn't know that it's getting dark? <laughs> or like, it's hmm, getting... It, there, was the a lot of, there was a lot of light. Now it seems to be dimming. Hmm. I guarantee you that every single person who's played Minecraft will not need to use this method. Because there's the night, there's a, I don't, Steve's never played Minecraft. There's a night and day cycle. It's 20 minutes per time. Mm -hmm. Night times when all the bad guys come out and try to fucking eat your face. And the sun is moving across the sky. So you're in Minecraft, you're constantly looking up. Like, oh, oh shit, I gotta go. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's when the dragons come out. It's like, you're going to need the survival guide. Um, excuse me, I've played hours of Minecraft. I don't have time for this. Where's, where's the survival guide? Where's the survival guide? <laughs> ah! <laughs> They're eating my apex skin. You know what the best survival guide I ever read was? The U.S. Army survival guide. You could buy this at, like, at the bookstore. It's full of so much good fucking information. It's amazing. <laughs> how to build shelters, how to build like 18 different ways to build a fucking fire and how to get water. I'm so smart now. How to break somebody's neck in two different ways. <laughs> well, you know, well, yeah. That's, yeah. that's assumed. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, really quickly going into a couple of, uh, couple of things. Um, we're actually... <laughs> 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 Motherfucker! Uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, uh, different from our usual date, simply because I'm going to WonderCon on Sunday. Um, I bought tickets too late to get the Saturday one. Saturday was the only one sold out, and it goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday. For Saturday was the only one sold out. Tickets, and, then, and I see the message this morning on the WonderCon's uh, Facebook page. Tickets for WonderCon are officially sold out. And I'm like, yeah, because there was only Sunday left. <laughs> but... Uh, gonna go yeah there's some there's been some interesting stuff coming out of wondercon but i'm i'm simply going because i've never been to wondercon it was one of the ones that used to be in northern california excuse me northern california san francisco always wanted to go but of course you know you have to get plane ticket hotel room but this one is the last two or three years it's being held out in anaheim 
so it's like cool gonna need to go this year and um, since not going to San Diego Comic Con gonna go to the WonderCon and so it's not as big but should be cool should be fun that's what I'm looking forward to so uh, at some point on Monday or so I'll be posting some pictures and my experiences going to WonderCon um, but uh, on that same note those of you that have been listening to the news about Brian Singer and uh, that whole sexual uh, lawsuit that he has uh, uh, going on with him uh, we brought us up on our last podcast which was released on Friday and um, so now there's this one is actually like some people are over there like, and this is a problem with the internet you have people that run to the worst possible scenario oh Brian Singer is now not, wasn't going to do WonderCon he was slated to go but he backed out because of this he's uh, also not going to be doing a whole lot of press for this movie anymore which you got to remember like people are like oh that you know that means he's guilty kind of thing no and it's not not at all because one you're dealing with uh what 200 million dollar project that's coming out from Fox he's got to be sensitive to the movie yeah he's got to distance himself from the movie not so much distance himself but keep focus on the movie because if he goes and he does all the press junkets between here and the movie's release all it's going to be centered on is the scandal uh, yeah. is it true is it not true even though he said it's not true he said he was actually in Canada in the two times that it's supposed to have been one filming X, the first X-Men movie and the other one in pre, very end of pre-production so he says he has credit card statements and all that stuff to clear himself of that um, and to me you know some people are like is it bad to feel excited about this movie shut the fuck up you know that that's that's my opinion the movies are made by a ton of people and just because Brian Singer is involved in something that he may or may not have done there's no reason to not be like it's considered in bad taste it's not like he fucking killed somebody you know it's just it's something that happened 15 years ago you know, it's like, no, my, my personal opinion is shut the fuck up. Enjoy the movie. Just because he directed it doesn't mean anything, you know? Yeah, like, if I mean, if he's found guilty and he did do it, of course he deserves to be punished. But don't punish the millions of people, <laughs> or not millions, but the hundreds of people that made the movie. Exactly. You know. Yeah, because, you know, so, although it does raise a good question of, because, uh, a good question, because Apocalypse was supposed to come out next year, or in 2016 now what's going to happen with that so we'll have to see what goes on if that's going to get delayed at all or if he's even going to be directed some people are saying that even if even if he clears himself his career's over i don't think so um i don't think his career it's over. see the thing is it's different than an actor because you don't see a director that much right if he was an actor it would it would hurt at least hurt his career even if it wasn't it wasn't true but as a director you don't really see him you just see his name in the credits yeah you, you probably know, so. won't see him do as much front face interviews you know as as he does for all of his other movies but um you know and if he's found not guilty then you know most of his friends and everybody is going to be like okay you know we're still friends with him it's but if he's found you know if he did do it that's different people are going to distance themselves yeah. from him and studios will dis studios and actors will distance themselves like crazy 
which they should. Yeah. You know, but it's um, I don't know. And you know what the 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 thing the sad thing is is that, uh, and this is probably going to raise some eyebrows, but he's going to be less ostracized than Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Which is sad, you know, because look at. You know, it, my my always thing is, you know, you go to like uh, Roman Polanski, who had sex with a thirteen-year-old girl, fled the country to avoid, you know, legal ramifications. Yet Hollywood still loves him, wants him to do his movies, wants him yeah, to. Yeah, but it's a different, it's a different time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, people, it's it's hard, it's it's hard to find a way to say this where I don't sound like I'm okay with it because I'm not okay with it. <laughs> you know, and, and has if she did do- she look eighteen? That's yeah. my only question is, did she look no. 18? It's, it's <laughs> you know, and it's not because I have children or any silly shit like that. It's just, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have sex with a minor. It's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Um, and it also depends on the situation. I that mean, in, if it was, That includes just the tip. That It does. Yeah. It really does. It <laughs> as does. Much as, you, as much as you think it doesn't, it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, I don't know. It's a different time. Everyone's on a witch hunt. You know, everyone is, is looking to freak out yeah. about something. So if but, he's found guilty, he's fucked, basically, yeah. for a yeah. little bit anyway. Yeah, but to me, but, you know, my personal thing is still go see the movie. You know, I mean, the and comic fans, for the most part, will go. I don't think it's going to hurt it that much. The only one that it's going to hurt are people that jump to conclusions and are going to say he should hang even – before, even though he may not be guilty of it, those are going to be the it only might, people. It, it might be hard to realize this lately, but innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, I forgot so, what that's about. <laughs> yeah. I know it always seems like guilty until proven innocent, but no, know. it's just guilty. <laughs> just guilty. Just guilty. Fucked up. Yeah, you, you fucked up. You fuck. I don't even know that person. You fucked up. <laughs> Suddenly, you're in front of Uncle Ruckus, and that just shit goes downhill from there. Exactly. <laughs> About to start a ruckus with Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Ubuntu, on a lighter topic, Ubuntu 14.04 came out. Um, Ubuntu sounds like a sex act. Ubuntu is an African word that means unity. Unity! <laughs> unity! <laughs> um, which is funny because their, their default graphical user interface is called unity so technically it's called unity with unity but mm-hmm. you know that's just nitpicking um <laughs> so this is what's <laughs> this is what's called the it's linux by the way it's one i mean it's the most you'd have to say the most front-facing popular linux distribution but if you say that in some linux circles they'll want to fucking cut your head off um it's the most mainstream it, it has more people know about it basically because that's canonical the company that put out ubuntu that's their fo- their focus is making it as easy to use as windows and as as um as known and you know main alternative and stuff um but so you this know, is a but long... you know real linux users are like fuck that ubuntu no not really i mean like i i you i don't use Ubuntu. I I always use, I always tend as my main OS. I always tend to use a distribution that's based on Ubuntu, because I love Debian, um, based. Uh, Ubuntu is based on Debian, so I love 
Debian, the whole package system of that. But um, Ubuntu's newer than Debian is. Debian tends to just care about stability, so their stuff's kind of old. So anyway, um, I don't. I I'm not too fond of Unity, only from a personal standpoint. But they have seems like they've improved it a lot. Like it's really stable, and this is a long-term release, which means it gets support for three years until it's time to do an upgrade. Um, which is cool. Like I don't know. I'm gonna be doing a big. Uh, we're doing a little review on the website, um, putting that out there. See how everybody likes it. Uh, I wasn't going to because I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to install it on my computer because I already have my Linux distribution running fine. And I don't like to do it in a live CD because that's like, it's not really what you're going to experience. So that brings me to my next point. So <laughs> I'm talking to Steve today, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you I know, could. Well, by the way, I could tell he was bored. Cause like it just this is like the usually we'll talk for a little bit and then he disappears for a while and then comes back on again, but for like straight up most of the day, he's like messaging back me <laughs> back and forth. It was a slow and it day. starts with this. It was a slow day, and I was talking about <laughs> Linux, and Steve, <laughs> Steve always sounds disinterested when I talk about Linux. I like, whatever. I kind of care. I'm not disinterested. You usually laugh just... at me when I discuss it on the website. I only laugh because of the fact that I was. I just it just cracks me up because of the early days, you know. Yeah, the early days of Linux, I would use it for a month, get frustrated, and then install Windows again. Yeah. Obviously, that's not the case anymore because I've been using Linux for a while now. Um, we'll see. As Steve <laughs> said, uh, but um, I don't know. I was talking about. It, I was like, eh, I don't want to install. And then I think I think the exact wording was, let me go check in the closet and see if I can put together a computer. <laughs> and oh, I opened hey, my... You, you said, you go, oh, I went in the closet and I found some stuff that I could yeah, put yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> like I was, and I went in the closet looking for, um, what, what was I looking for? It wasn't, it was a toy for one of the kids that I think I grounded him from and I forgot to give it back to him. Hmm. So I, I opened the closet and I have my own closet, a bunch of junk in there. And uh, I'm like, oh, well, there's a computer case. Oh, fuck it. I'll just throw this computer together real quick. And I just pulled all this junk out of the thing and made a computer. Not too bad. You know, I had to, oh, I had to put the CPU. The little whamster wheel was a little, a yeah, little you know, much, but, you know. As long as it works. Hey. Although I did install a front fan, and it's not spinning, so I think I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Plug in right. Um, yeah, and I installed Ubuntu 14.04 on it, and uh, it's running tits, man. Like it's running real nice. And I was like, okay, cool. So now I have a test machine, which that's what I named it to. Like I have uh, naming conventions for all my. Is that yeah conventions right naming conventions? I have uh, my desktops called um, HAF dash desktop because half is the what the case is and then my kids is family dash desktop and then this one I made test test <laughs> testing dash desktop and then the laptops surprisingly laptop <laughs> name dash laptop um, makes it easier to look when I'm looking at the damn network map right. so it's cool like it's cool to have a little test machine I've actually already ripped Ubuntu off of it I used Ubuntu all day I was fucking with it, stress testing it, trying to bug it out. 
Um, I did break it for a second, but that's because <laughs> I, that's because I was being a real douche. Like I was in the command line, fucking shit up. Like something a normal user would never do. Right. Um, easy to fix though, which I was surprised. Um, <laughs> so yeah, which is surprising. You're like, yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> I was so waiting for that. I was waiting for that message. I'm like, ah oh, fuck. <laughs> but it's it's good. And Steve brought up a good point. It's good to have the test machine because I can I I won't be like, well, I don't want to fuck with it too much because I'm going to fuck it up. And then my computer's not going to work. I don't have to worry about it. I do what the fuck I want. I've already downloaded two other distributions to check out. So. Actually, because I still have uh, uh, my old PC, uh, you know, that's running that, <laughs> that's running that bootlegged OS. And I was looking at it like, and when you did that, I was thinking, hmm, maybe I should hold on to mine because I don't have the secondary hard drive on it. I just have the primary drive. So I was like, oh, huh, maybe I should keep that around for just shit I wanted. Like, ooh, I'll try that and download. And then, you know, fuck around with it and stuff you like that. You think about dabbling with that Linux, homie? Oh, I'll do something. But, yeah, just play around with... Well, not, you know, just, like, you know, play around with different programs and things like that. And, you know, so I don't fuck up my main machine. I can, you know, just deal with that. Just gonna yeah. up his midget porn on the test machine. Midget porn, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, uh, there is no whatever. If you say midget <laughs> porn, then you're you're done. You know? And that's it for this week's lazy <laughs> lazy edition. <laughs> Time for me to get back to my midget porn. <laughs> All right. All right. On on that note, I think it's time we jump into some news. <laughs> uh, in TV news. There's always been some people out there that wish they could see all 25 seasons of The Simpsons on television. Believe it or not, the only way you can actually do that is if you have all seasons on DVD. A while ago, FSX, FF, FXX uh, signed a major syndication deal for exclusive rights to all past and future episodes of the long-running animated series. Now, those people will get their wish. While the entire series run will be available on the FX Now app, Starting August 21st, FXX will have a marathon that will run all 552 episodes of the series consecutively. From August 21st to September 1st, every episode of the series will air nonstop for the entire 12-day run, according to the Nerdist. There is no reruns or breaks we'll see like we see on some cable channels. Broadcast syndication of past episodes will continue to air on your local stations while the new episodes will still air on the Fox Broadcast Network. Once the marathon is over, they will begin running four-hour blocks every Sunday leading up to the season premiere. I have to say that uh, that's a lot of Homer. You know, I think it'll be a bit weird, too, to see that some of the original season, because given that the artwork is a bit different, each of the characters... Dude, the, ori the original stuff is fucking classic, though. Oh yeah, like the, the comedy was spot on. Like oh, the yeah. first, the first half of The Simpsons, every episode was fucking gold, and then it started kind of just, eh, you know, same. Right. Some stuff was cool, some stuff wasn't. Yeah. So, you know, so this, I, I think this is cool because it's been, fuck, twenty five years, and mm. there's a whole generation that has grown up never seeing the original, the original, uh, all like the original, maybe ten seasons or something like that, you know. So I think that'll be kind of cool to, to kind of actually get, I, I guarantee you, I won't be watching all 12 days <laughs> consecutively, but I definitely will be tuning in like when it starts. Cause I think that'll be fucking cool. They need to put that shit on streaming. Like they're so fucking hardcore about the Simpsons. Yeah. 
I don't think it's on Netflix or Hulu or anything. Well, I think it's actually because it is Fox owned. Like they like you know other series like you know like when series comes they're actually done by other studios and they purchase on there but I think Fox like owns everything about them. Well, because they're, you know well, not they came, stupid. Right, and they came over from was it the Tracy Ullman show. So, you know, when she cuz I remember when she had her own show on Fox, the little breaks had the they weren't the Simpsons and they weren't the family we knew now, but you know, they had those little cartoons in the breaks. That's cuz none thinking. none of them are on Netflix. Family Guy, Futurama. Yeah. And I think I thought Family Guy and Futurama used to be on Netflix. Mm, I think F- Family Guy's on Hulu. Oh no, wait a minute. Is it? I think it is on Netflix. It is on Netflix. I'm sorry. The other ones are on Netflix, but um, The Simpsons isn't. Yeah, The Simpsons. They're hardcore about yeah. Like they don't, they don't do shit for The Simpsons. I mean, they're already making tons of money. They don't yeah. really need to fuck around too much. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Didn't <laughs> it just go into syndication? Um, or they just signed a deal for syndication or something to start playing the reruns. Yeah, they yeah. did. And the, the, yeah, rule, the rule was they couldn't they couldn't play any of I think the current season. Yeah, or which like, is typical. Yeah, usually that's usually that's how syndication works. Is usually you get the deal to sign, um, you get an exclusivity deal where you can show from the previous season back, and you can yeah. show any of it. But still, you know, like when you see that happen on shows, like, and I've seen this before on like series like Friends, How I Met Your Mother, Big Bang Theory. Um, even two and a half men they have the exclusivity to just like do any episode yet every time i turn it on on television it's the same episode that i've seen a hundred times before and it's like really because i could have sworn there this has been on for like 11 years <laughs> you know? i think i think the big bang theory i think the big bang theory is always on television now every yeah. time i turn the fucking tv on oh yeah tbs and- has like two hours of big bang theory like a night or something like that mm-hmm <laughs> It's like, okay, I, I can do that myself, dude. Don't need it. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Transformers Age of Extinction. Uh, Dinobots are the only thing that it has it going for me. Oh, I'll keep reading. <laughs> it's the fourth movie in the film series. But it's actually, <laughs> actually the start of a whole new trilogy. Uh. Director Michael Pay <laughs> sat down with Entertainment Weekly and explained... No, that it's kind. <laughs> it's kind of. I don't. I don't know why, but I don't like how he talks. Like, listen, listen to this quote and imagine a man speaking to you in this way. Pay attention. I know my voice is sultry, but pay attention. It's kind of like a new Transformers. We had three, the first trilogy, and this is going to be the next one. I'm not necessarily sure that's that I'm doing the others, but that's what it's meant for. Doesn't that, does that sound weird to you? Like, I'm just... Maybe it's sounds, just me. Sounds a little condescending. It, it sounds like he's speaking like he's rushed. Yeah. Right? Like, he's just well, point, point, point. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, he has to do that now, because if he doesn't have a teleprompter, he's just going to walk the fuck off, you know? <laughs> Dude, did he... Did anyone... Did he ever say anything after? He just fucking said whatever, huh? Yeah. He, he hasn't just, come I can't, out to I, No, he did reach his... He did go out on his website or his blog or whatever and just said like the teleprompter went down and I'm not an actor he goes I just I just couldn't hang with it he goes I just I just I just froze and left you know what I'm not even mad at him about it like he just fucked up what are you gonna do 
Right. You know what I mean? Even Michael Bay is a human being. Yeah. Anyway, but... I go I go on with the article. <laughs> anyway, I go on. <laughs> I go on with the article. This shouldn't come as a shock to anyone, of course. The Transformers film franchise has earned $2.6 billion globally with the third movie, Transformers Dark Side of the Moon, grossing $1.1 billion worldwide as well as being the biggest earner out of the three. It's actually kind of impressive when the the like the third one is the biggest. Toy Story did the same thing. Yeah. Um, it makes perfect sense for the Hasbro brand to keep going until no one cares anymore. Age of Extinction the Activision method. <laughs> yeah. Age of Extinction will be the first in the series to not have Shia LaBeouf in the lead, which is going to be interesting. Say what you want about LaBeouf, but he was a major part of the overall tone of the films. The direction they take with Wahlberg will more than likely be more of a tough guy than someone who screams all the time. <laughs> and uh, LaBeouf and, uh, just all he did was run and yeah. scream as a terrified motherfucker. Yeah. Don't be su- don't be surprised if you see Mark Wahlberg taking down fucking Decepticons. He's gonna punch them and, they're and then shatter. And then ask them how their how their how's their mom? How's your mother doing? <laughs> of course, all of this doesn't matter anyway. The only thing we all have to remember is the fact that Dinobots are in the movie. Everything should be fine. Exactly. Transformers: Age of Extinction drops in theaters. June 27th. You always have to say anytime you're talking about a movie, it's customary yeah. to say when the movie releases at yeah. the end. You always have to say that end bit like that. Yeah. You can't just read it. Yeah, you, you do. You just have to be dramatic. <laughs> In theaters, June 27th. In theaters, June 27th. I was sad when that dude died. I know, dude. I, when I heard, I was like, who's going to do the trailers? I, I didn't realize it. <laughs> In a world. When they said who it was and that he died then i realized how i grew up listening to his voice oh yeah and i was like oh that fucking oh yeah i don't like it <laughs> it's just feels feel icky yeah <laughs> oh man uh, that's what you're gonna say when you come out of the transformers movie uh, i feel <laughs> icky <laughs> you know what i'm if it's the start of a new trilogy i'm hoping and i told you we were talking about this before the podcast. LaBeouf is gone, so I think a lot of the silliness of the movie might calm down a bit. Because Mark Wahlberg's not a silly fucking actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's the other guys, you know, but his usual movies are, he's a fucking badass. He doesn't fuck around. And in the movie, his daughter gets abducted. Right. Come on, you know Mark Wahlberg ain't gonna play that shit. Oh, yeah. So, I think that the tone of the movie might be a little different. I think they're gonna take it a more serious route. You never know, it might be better. Yeah. It's too big of a franchise for them to be stupid about. <laughs> so, Have you seen the last three? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? The third one? The third one I was okay with. I was actually okay with all three. I didn't I like the second one. The second one was the weakest of the three. Oh, the one with the two little rapping yeah. robots? No, yeah. That, that and was and the where weakest. they drove all the way to Egypt, you know? <laughs> um, well, yeah. yeah. Supercar. You yeah. Know, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I think oh, see, the I, but I liked, like, but I liked the third one because Leonard Nimoy did the voice yeah. of the. The thing is, is like when I when I first went, and we won't talk about this too much, but when I first went to see the Transformers movie, the first one or whatever, when I walked in, I saw that one in the theater. I didn't see the other two in the theater. When I walked into the theater, I was like, "This is a movie about an '80s cartoon, which is mostly, which is put out by a toy company." I'm not expecting to be blown away. That was my main thing. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So I think that helped me enjoy the movies because it's just a little popcorn flick, whatever. You yeah. know, just go in there, enjoy my time. But a lot of people go, they ruined the Transformers. Ruin what? Yeah, no, when I when I went into cool, but yeah, when I went into the movie, I was like, I wanted to see how they were gonna do it. Like, I wanted to see the Transformers transform. Like, I wanted to see, and so like the action bits and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I knew the story was gonna be weird and stuff like that, but you know, they they made a lot of little um, homages to like the, the 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 series and stuff like that. So I dug it. The second one just flew off the rails, and then they. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying, and then the third one kind of brought it back. I mean, they were just bigger in scope and stuff like that, but yeah. The thing the thing about it is that I think the whole integration with human society thing was a great way, and it almost reminds me of the Star Trek films. It was a great way of just disassociating themselves from the original source material yeah. so they don't ruin it, and they can do whatever they want. Right. You know, which I think is a brilliant method, and really the only method to respect everything yeah you know what i mean like i think star trek did that beautifully yeah now, the whole first movie was that explanation that was yeah. the whole point of the first movie yeah you know so i think um i don't know transformers is good i don't get it when people are like if they're not in action flicks i get it but if, they, if they're like oh fucking movie was horrible it ruined the original transformers no it did it doesn't even touch that storyline yeah. At all. So it's like yeah. when people say it raped it for you, you know, it's like shut up. That's that's just being over dramatic. That's like no, like I like I hated the first GI Joe movie, simply because they had such great potential, and they made it look more cartoony than the original cartoon. Well, see, that's an example of going the opposite way than what Star Trek and Transformers did. Right. As an example of taking a story and mutilating it into something that it shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah, and and I mean that movie. I didn't like. I didn't like the GI Joe movies that much. Like I, I didn't hate them, but yeah. Steve knows that me hating a movie is pretty. Like, I don't really. I think honestly, it's gonna sound fucked up. I don't care. You know, if a movie isn't good, I'm like, oh, whatever. There's like 18 other ones to see this fucking hour. Right. So it doesn't really matter to me. You know, but uh, Steve's a little bit more into directing and filming and. All that yeah. jazz. I mean, no, you know? but like, you know, the Transformers, like, I didn't like the second one. I hated the second one. Loved the first film. Uh, hated the second one. Liked the third one. I thought they they ended it on a pretty epic and big scale. I didn't mind that so much. Uh, just, I thought, okay, Michael Bay had his trilogy. Let's see someone else do it. And he's like, oh, well, I'm coming back for another one. It's like, oh, really want to. See, that I else. agree with, because I, I feel he's just coming back for that paycheck. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? He's already getting that turtle's money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I thought it was real real funny how he hired, uh, or he got Megan Fox a job again. Yeah, I know, right? I thought they hated each other. <laughs> yeah, I know, but well, I guess time heals all wounds, and so does a blowjob. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put her in my movie if she gave me a blowjob. <laughs> I'd make a movie about something. <laughs> oh, it was funny, too, because, like, uh, he was like, oh, so Captain America was good? He's, I was like, dude, it was fucking awesome. He's like, what did, um, what, I think he said, what did Captain America blow everybody? I go, no, Scarlet did it. He's like, buying my ticket right now. <laughs> Straight up. I like that little throwaway line, too, in the movie where he's like, uh, she's talking about no, 
no bikinis for me or something. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I bet you look horrible in that. Yeah, Just right. because it came from Captain America. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's funny. <laughs> like, if he was Spider-Man yeah. or something like that, you'd be like, this fucking douchebag. But Captain America's that clean cut. Yeah. And he was thinking of her naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know he was. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Moving on into gaming news before we get off on that tangent. And more about <laughs> Scarlett Johansson <laughs> naked. No. <laughs> Think about that for a second. You <laughs> women too. In your you women too. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> they are. Uh, uh, some of you playing Battlefield 4 may have seen this bug labeled Death Shield in action during your game, but it seems that it's gotten enough attention lately that DICE has actually decided to look at it. Now, some of you may not know it by... Just not the rest of their game. <laughs> right, exactly. May not know it by its day, but I'm sure some of you have experienced it during gameplay. Uh... MP first uploaded a YouTube video demonstrating the glitch, and you can see that video on thelazygeeks.com, and how it will affect your ability to kill your opponent if they remain in a revivable state. They can actually block your bullets, grenades, or RPGs from killing the other player, and could in fact kill you instead. They should have uh, called this the Neo bug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, the glitch, according to the video, happens not only in close quarter combat can it actually happen when using tanks and helicopters uh to put it simply when someone is hit and remains in a revivable state meaning he isn't fully dead he leaves up a shield and that uh, as if he was still standing in front of you so in the video clip we see rpgs grenades thrown at the standing person but the invisible shield repels and blows and um, repels the blowback at you causing you to take damage uh the qa project lead for dice says that the studio is quote looking into it and will bug it given how many times the site has been able to recreate create it, it looks like it's more than a bug than oh it looks more of a bug than a mere coincidence um if that's the case though why haven't more people spoken up about it and given how many issues the game has experienced since its launch most people probably haven't either stopped either stopped playing it or figured it was another bug they're gonna have to try and fix uh, one thing that wasn't mentioned in the video was which system was it were they playing on, and could that factor into why it um, hasn't shown up more? Most likely the Xbox. Probably. I'm just <laughs> no, um, but uh, but it, yeah, because I was looking and I looked hard on this one too, and not, even in the video they didn't even state like, oh, this um, we're playing this on the Xbox One and we're playing this on the PlayStation Four or whatever, you know. But no, they just made it as part of the game so who knows the, the, uh, it could even be PC who knows yeah. an open copy of any system an open copy of Battlefield 4 is currently the only video game that my store will return because oh, yeah. in America I don't know if any of you listening are from the better part of the world uh, <laughs> but in America we have copyright laws that keep if you open software any disc you can't return it ever it doesn't matter if it was broken or not unless you get the same one that's the only thing you can you can return battlefield 4 for battlefield 4 on the same console but you can't get anything else because they're afraid of you copying it and shit right so which i used to do all the time no i'm just kidding <laughs> um so being that battlefield 4 is so globally known to fucking fail that's so broken People can come in and go, this game fucking doesn't work. And my manager will come over and okay it to be to be returned. Wow. We've returned like 20 of them. Jesus. Yeah, it's just like... And then it sucks because we can't, can't resell it. <laughs> You're right, so, right. 
But uh, yeah, that's how that's how fucking horrible we're breaking copyright law. Yeah. Because this game sucks so hard. Wow. Yeah. Damn that. That's pretty fucking it's crazy. Horrible. Fucking horrible. Yeah. Moving right along. Now I thought this uh, this next news bit was uh, good because something that um Steve is into, which is video editing. I thought you would enjoy this little tidbit. Hold on, let me get the lotion. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, go um, ahead. So, <laughs> do you uh, wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so I heard you wrestle. <laughs> oh my god, that conversation had me fucking laughing. I thought about that earlier today, and I started laughing. <laughs> um, I think about that too. Like when you know, you, like did we the, talk about this in last podcast. Uh, we talked about this, I think, on the Geek in the Life. Oh. Yeah, yo, yeah, because we were talking about the wrestling bit on there. But it was funny too, because like today I saw like these girls that couldn't have been more than like. 13 wearing like the shortest of like clothes ever you know and i'm like how did you leave the house that way and they're walking by me and i and in my mind the first was thing Brian i thought singer in the background <laughs> no they're they were girls no. oh, um, Jesus. yeah but no it's like in my mind all that popped into my head was so do you wrestle <laughs> just shine a little and a little. i started laughing i just started laughing i'm like <laughs> These girls are looking at this crazy old man in the window laughing. Old to them. Yeah. Um, the, the, just shine a little light on this uh, in the previous Geek in the Life podcast, which you should listen to. Yes. Immediately. Um, the <laughs> I, and, I, I watch wrestling. It's like a guilty pleasure, I guess. And uh, <laughs> there's a new, the new Divas champion, Paige, who's come from the NXT. Uh, she's rather fetching. She's fucking hot. So I was joking around, like if I met them or something, I can't remember. I'd be like, "Oh, do you wrestle? Like, you real hype? Oh, because we were talking about creepy, like oh, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. About creepers and shit. I'm like, do you wrestle? And then how she would just like fucking snap kick you or something like that. Um, but either way, either way. Um, so going on with the story, gaming gaming console updates are rarely exciting, consisting of mostly bug fixes and minor tweaks to already existing software. Then every once in a while, there's an update that adds some new functionality to the mix that really excites the masses. Sony's 1.70 update for the PlayStation 4 would be more the latter than the former. Sony's Scott McCarthy said it's all thanks to the gamers having, quote, features that were incorporated as a result of your great feedback. Wow, they're actually listening to their consumer base. Um, <laughs> Firmware 1.70 is bringing a few improvements revolving around how you share your gaming experiences with your friends. The new Share Factory, for example, is a, quote, new rich video editor app for PS4 that makes it easy for you to customize your gameplay videos. Share Factory looks to be a quick, easy-to-use, yet powerful video editor for users to fine-tune their recordings and improve the visuals for everyone involved. Nice. Another another addition on the same vein is the ability to upload your ShareFactory videos directly to Facebook, as well as the ability to move them to an external USB stick. What? That's the big deal, because you put wow. that on a computer and use them like a serious editor. Yeah. Um, check out the preview video on the website, um, and it shows a ShareFactory. It's, it's a promotional video, so there's music in the background, shit, but it, it shows you what's going on. American flag drops down. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese flag dropped down. <laughs> um, another more quotey quotes. 
Other PS4 share enhancements include the ability to change the recording time of your gameplay to shorten increments, the ability to change who you share your clips with on the share screen, and the removal of default saves for screenshots and video clips of McCarthy. <sighs> I don't know why I'm so out of breath. Um, <laughs> Are you running the... up a hill while you're reading? I know, Jesus. <laughs> Well, it's it's weird. I, I took a sip of a drink, and then ever since then, I'm like, oh Jesus! <laughs> take a minute. Take a minute. take a minute. Take a minute. Catch your breath. The cup is heavy. The cup is heavy. All right. So, given even more control over your recording, still is quote the 1.70 update will allow you to switch off AD. Or, sorry, HDCP enabling you to capture video directly from your HDMI output so you can record and share longer clips of your gameplay sessions. You can do this is previous. I mean, you used to do this in old consoles where people would, would buy those uh, recorder boxes. Yeah. And they'd plug, like, their 360 or their PS3 into it, and they'd record the entire fucking thing. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite is an addition that has nothing to do with video capturing <laughs> of or course. uploading. Uh, but downloading content. Firmware 1.70 will add the ability to preload games that you've pre-ordered several days before it actually launched. Um, not only does this allow gamers to enjoy the game as soon as it launches, but spreads out the download downloads, alleviating strain on the servers, making the online experience faster and more stable. Nice. Which I thought was interesting because everyone was like, oh, you can play right away. Like all, every, all the news junkets that I, I read about this. Yeah, no play, one ever... Plays while it downloads. Yeah. yeah. No one ever mentioned that it alleviates strain on the servers, making the only... I'm like, that's like the biggest part. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been an official release date for firmware 1.70 quite yet, but you can expect it pretty soon. So I thought all that video stuff was cool. That is and, cool. And um, I know if you give that sort of functionality to Steve, he will eventually <laughs> post a video of some goofy-ass fucking gameplay. <laughs> yeah, I'll be... Uh, I'll do some from My Little Pony. Walk through of My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, where shit gets real. <laughs> She's sad. See how that shit fucks with your head? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, it, it was funny because like, today uh, my brother and I went out to uh, the mall and walked by GameStop. And um, I had said something about, uh, oh yeah, if you want to give me something for my birthday, get a PS4. And then he goes... It's like four hundred. Uh, was it like four or five hundred bucks for? I can't even remember anymore. He's like for a PS4. He goes, "You're not worth that." And I go, "That's actually pretty cheap for me." <laughs> like so, Stupid. you know, just you know, just be ready for that. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on into comic book news. Uh, I'm sure there are many comic book fans uh, that look forward to the work of Grant Morrison. One of the more prolific comic book writers in the business. I know some of you probably fight me on this, but you don't become a fan until you sit and listen to him speak for an hour. It is amazing how quickly he pulls you on board. One of the major downsides is that you have to wait for nearly an eternity to see his work on the shelves of comic retailers. Uh, when he resigned from uh, DC Comics monthly periodicals, he still had some big projects on uh, that he had yet to release onto the unsuspecting public. There's still the, he's still working on the Wonder Woman Earth One title and that limited run series Multiversity. The latter has been around for years, but was figured to be one of those never going to happen titles after it was announced in 2009 for a 2010 release date. Uh, well, things seem to have finally changed. 
On Monday, CBR released and got an exclusive about the series coming out this August. That's right, we're finally going to see that long gestating limited series this summer. Each issue is expected to be 40 pages in length, featuring art from Chris Sprouse and Kyle, uh, Carl Story, Ben Oliver, Frank Quietly, Cameron Stewart, and more. Um, we also have the official press release um, on the website, Lazy Geeks. Uh, there's a two, uh, and also you can see the unlettered preview. It's a two-page spread from Multiversity One, illustrated by Ivan Reese and Joe Prado, and colored by uh, Neo Forino, or Ruffino. Uh, Storyline is expected to spread from August of 2014 well into 2015. So, it's pretty cool. Um, what they're going to be dealing with is all the obviously all the various Earths. Um, like in the two-page spread is, if you guys remember, um, he did this during their uh, during their uh, Earth 2 phase where they did stories from other Earths. It's the Black Superman uh, again, mm -hmm. but he's fighting a giant robot in this one, and it looks kind of cool, and they're supposed to have, uh, there's supposed to be a story that deals with uh, Superman and Batman's sons. You know, um, the... Uh, rampaging retaliators of Earth 8, the Atomic Knights of Justice, Dino Cops, Sister Miracle, Lady Quark, the Legion of Sivanas, the Nazi New Reichman of Earth 10, uh, and the greatest superheroes of Earth Prime. So, yeah. So, uh, it's August. No actual, like, number, like, August 15th or anything like that. Just August right now. So, I guess beggars can't be choosers at this point, so at least we know it's somewhere in August. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Grim Morrison, man. He's written some of the some of the best books. Yeah. I like I like listening to him speak. Like he's yeah. he's just he's deep in that, you know, that uh just that way where he just can fucking curse and you still wouldn't care. Like it's just part of it, you know. But remember when we sat and listened to him at Comic Con? That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I was just paying attention. That's all I was doing. I think I shush Steve. Midget, midget porn. <laughs> Don't talk while... Do not speak while Grant Morrison is speaking. Uh, so, the current DC Universe, I'm not calling it the new 52 anymore, by the way. I put that in parentheses. <laughs> um, has seen a lot of changes from the old as well as a lot of characters missing from its pages. DC Comics will be bringing back a classic character to the f to the Flash in the next issue of the book this month, The Flash number 30, as well as The Flash Annual number 3. Uh, we'll see the rebirth of Wally West. <laughs> Wally West. <laughs> Wally West. The unfortunately named Wally West. <laughs> um... <laughs> The series is also getting a new creative team to take care of the storyline with co-writers co Robert Venditti and Van Jensen taking the reins. Artists Brett Booth and Norm Rap Rapmund will be You always over. pick the fun names, don't you? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we'll be taking over Ab for the series as well. CBR caught up with the with Vendetti and Jensen and asked a slew of questions about where... A slew. A slew. Where the, <laughs> yep, no. where the book is going and how the addition of Wally West is going to affect the overall feel of the book. Uh, quote, 
The thing that is great about the relationship between Barry and Wally historically in comics is that as Wally came onto the scene, it was also a key part of Barry moving uh, to the next level of development and growing as a character. By becoming a mentor and imparting wisdom, Jensen said when asked about the relationship between the two flashes. Uh, Barry, Barry ended up Barry ended up meaning as much to Wally as Wally meant to Barry. It just, it just sounds weird. It sounds like a tongue twister. It's a really rich relationship, like everything in the new 52. This isn't a rehash of what happened in the previous universe, but more taking the feel and essence of the character and finding a new way to tell their story. And that's the overall goal for us. Damn, is there going to be another uh, homosexual wedding yeah, in the no, comic right? books? Jesus, dude. Well, um, <laughs> if they're both fast, then we, they could happen and we won't even know it. Hello. <laughs> uh, Wally West. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wally West is a classic character in the Flash mythos. But that's not to say he won't be getting the reboot treatment like all the other characters since 2011. I'm not saying New 52. I said that again. <laughs> I'm not saying New 52. A lot of rumors have been floating around that West may see some big changes with skin color and even age being modified. On the cover of The Flash Annual Number 3, a mysterious character is spray painting on a wall, which a lot of people speculate is actually Wally West. They have to make everyone edgy now. Yeah. You know, spray paint. Fuck society. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, another quote. I think the big thing, again, is that we are really focusing on the relationship between Barry and Wally. That's what most... Com- that's what's most compelling because it's quite a bit different from what we've seen before in a really interesting way there's just an innovative wrinkle that makes it interesting to write and we hope read vendetti adds and wally is going to be a huge part of the cast as i was saying earlier not just the focal point of this initial arc but he's Oh, he's going to be around for a long he's time. He's so riveted by his own story. <laughs> Jesus. We're not just reintroducing the character now because of certain stories that we have in mind for the character. It's a blah, blah, blah. They're bringing the fucking character back. <laughs> so, there's just too many quotes. Um, I honestly, I have a feeling. Like with the spray paint thing, and with I, I think that he's... Wally West is going to go under um, Barry's wing but i think wally west is gonna be like an angst team like they're gonna pull that spin yeah you know like he's a fucking <laughs> and it'll be part of without a cause or whatever yeah he's gonna be younger so he's gonna make him more of a sidekick and then he's gonna be like i can't do this i gotta do my own you know his voice is gonna deepen it for some odd reason you know that you'll be able to tell when you're reading it what would happen if a rebel without a cause was given a cause that's going to be the tagline. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's going to be good. I've actually liked the writing of the recent Flash book. I think it's been interesting. I've never been too into the Flash, to be honest. I think um, he's the second least favorite character. I wouldn't. I don't want to say I don't like dislike him. I just don't find him as interesting as the other ones. Uh, you know, who's the first? Aquaman. I knew it. But no, I, I'm not into the whole Aquaman hate. I just don't. I usually Aquaman's stray... a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I usually, and that's not true. But I usually stray away from. Um, I don't. I don't like Aquaman as much because he doesn't. He always acts like he's not really part of the team. Like he's just coming to help real quick. Yeah. You know, I don't like that shit. Like either you're in the fucking Justice League or you're not. <laughs> don't be a dick. He's got a trident though. He's got other responsibilities. Go fucking do that then. 
He's got I'm a sorry you're... He's got a trident. Fuck him. I'm sorry his brother sucks. Yeah. You know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Moving quickly on into... Ga uh, into technology news. To gangster news? To gangster news. <laughs> ODB. No, just can't. <laughs> technology news. Uh, as many of you heard last week, Heartbleed was the word of the week when it came to scaring the public of the internet. While most people thought about the United States, what many people failed to realize is the exploit was something that affected everyone around the world. Leave it to, can leave it to the can Canadian Revenue, Revenue Agency to get things done. The CRA was uh, compromised, and over 900 citizens had their personal information compromised. Their CRA is like our Internal Revenue Service. Think about that for a moment. I'll yep. wait. Um, the attack, according to the Calgary Herald via The Verge, took place on Friday after the bug was made public. I kind of thought that was something that was something silly, given that they announced it before it even had a chance to fix it. Uh, when the announcement was made, the C um, CRA hadn't had a chance to patch up the server. The attackers were able to pull random snippets of data from the server's working memory, which led to them obtaining sensitive financial information. They managed to shut down the server as a result, but the breach wasn't made public until a week earlier. Oh, until earlier this week. The person arrested was 19-year-old Stefan Arturo Solas Reyes of London, Ontario. Tell me okay. that. Didn't, yeah, that didn't sound weird, right? <laughs> he was officially charged with the attack only five days after uh, five after five days of investigation. That's, but I thought this that, shit wasn't traceable, though. Uh, they said only if it was uh, once they knew about it, and I think somewhere along the lines, if they were if they shut down the server and someone had gone in there, it was the logs. A lot of places didn't do that. They just applied the fix and didn't restart their servers. So basically, Canada is not only legit in catching criminals, they're also legit in their IT work. Exactly. Let it be known. Yeah. Maybe they should have these guys look for that damn missing plane. Jesus. Um, these guys are... Um, the charges were... And this is Canada for you. They were charged with unauthorized use of a computer and mischief in relation to data. Oh, Canada. You're so cute with your charges. Um, he would have got the fucking chair in a minute. And then, what, you, what, is, what is that charge called here? All of our charges sound fucking hardcore. Yeah, it would have been like, uh, uh, well, like uh, mischief in relation to data would just be like a hacking charge, uh, attain, um, obtaining information without cause or something, or without. Isn't, isn't every charge in America now? now officially titled violation of the patriot act yeah isn't, isn't every anything you do you jaywalk yeah it's a violation, violation of the patriot, of the patriot act, patriot act. <laughs> like, wait what you're a domestic terrorist i just threw my plastic bottle in the trash can terrorist <laughs> that that, uh, that patriot act umbrella is rapid yeah large. yeah exactly uh the government is still in the process of notifying all the canadian citizens that was affected by the breach uh, this is the first known arrest in relation to any hack regarding the bug. So, and if Canada's on it, this won't be the last. I'll say that. Fucking Canada! Dude. I've always shit. loved Canada. Yeah, Canada's getting shit done. Like they're like beast mode. People, people <laughs> laugh at me because because I don't I don't like traveling. I, I I just I stay home. I'm fine, <laughs> you know. Um, but people, where do you want to go? I always I want to go to Canada. <laughs> and a lot of that is because it's convenient. I don't have to take a plane or anything. You know. 
I yeah. could drive there if I you wanted could, to. Yeah, you could drive there, take a train there, or, you know. You know. Yeah. And Canada's just like, it just feels like as soon as I cross the border, there's going to be, like, people there waving and... <laughs> going to have donuts <laughs> for you and, you know... Hand, handing me food and drink. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I could just... I'm sure see... someone in Canada is listening to this, like, he's fucking dumbass. Like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You guys have no concept of how the Americans view Canadians. It's, like, you expect, like, you know, with that whole... With, it's Basically, that's their version of the IRS. You said that, open up the fucking door, eh? <laughs> There's two there's two ways that Americans view Canadians. One is the way I'm saying, where you're just envious. Like you seem like Canada just has their shit together. And the other way is the opposite, where you think Canada is a bunch of fucking morons that live in a mountain. That's usually the stupid Americans. Right. Smart Americans like myself love Canada. <laughs> Thank you for Avril Levine, by the way. Yeah. Cutest oh god, yeah. Yeah, you know, just cute as a butt. And uh, William Shatner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's cute as a button, too. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. What What? What? What you got to wrap up uh, the news? So this is a, a rumor, but it makes a lot of sense. And I thought it brought up an interesting thought and also something that everyone forgot. Uh, so not too long ago the verge reported on rumors that microsoft was working on a free version of windows 8 which i believe steve uh reported on yeah uh, simply titled windows 8 with bing either you did or i did or we both did i don't know um, i think we both kind of covered it a little once i write an article it's gone as soon as i hit send i don't remember <laughs> it anymore it seems like every time I, my wife would go so what did you write about today i'm like i don't know go to the website <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she thinks you're being a dick, but you're being serious. You're like, I don't know. I'm thinking about the future, baby. I'm worried about that past. Um, this version would come bundled with some key Microsoft apps and Bing online services built in as well. Uh, Windows 8 with Bing would be would also be offered as a free or low-cost upgrade to existing Windows 7 users, says reports. This is all well and good, but not very interesting. While this version would be free for existing Windows 7 users, I don't see too many switching from their already working operating system to a stripped-down version of Windows 8. However, more rumors have come out from similar sources that Microsoft may have bigger plans for Windows 8 with Bing. Rumors of a Bing book. That's that's the hot <laughs> word going. You know when everyone was calling the Xbox One the Xbox like 720 or something yeah. like that? That's just the, the name they've come up with. Um, are floating around now and sound promising. Windows 8 with Bing would have no licensing fees, according to reports, which is where the quote free comes in. Um, being a stripped-down version of Windows 8, this would fit quite well in a standalone and cost-friendly laptop to compete with the Chromebook. Keep in mind, Microsoft has already tried to compete directly with the Chromebook with Windows RT devices, something that no one remembers. Like, in all the articles I read, no one mentions Windows RT. Yeah. Well, Windows RT works just fine and actually comes with a lot of key benefits like having Office pre-installed. Customer confusion over what it could actually do has left Windows RT struggling. Microsoft would have to find a way to bring out a device that makes its capabilities clear up front. Sounds like with... Nintendo. Huh? Sounds like Nintendo with the Wii yeah, U. Yeah, I know. I know. With Google being Microsoft's biggest threat right now, I could seriously see this happening. So, the reason I'm even entertaining this is because... <laughs> I could see this happening because they've already tried it before and I could see them Microsoft had a good idea with Windows RT but their marketing fucking sucked Yeah. and that reminds me of the Dreamcast 
Oh yeah. You have you have a pretty good device, but you market it like shit, and then no one buys it, except me, because <laughs> I bought I bought the Dreamcast, not the Windows RT stuff. Um, the thing is, is that Windows RT is is limited because it runs on the ARM processor. Okay, basically, which is fine because it keeps it cheap, but it comes pre-installed with Office. It's perfect for students. It's it's literally a Chromebook with Microsoft shit on it. Um, if they could make a laptop version of that, I think they would sell well, and it would hurt Google. Yeah. So, because I mean, and people say, oh, well, they have cheap laptops that are like three hundred, three three seventy nine. Yeah, and they suck major cock. If they made, they have SkyDrive or OneDrive. Um, if they made something with a little sixteen gigabyte solid state, just like Chromebook is doing, um, and have it mostly cloud services. Microsoft does have really good OneDrive integration with Windows 8. It's it's pretty seamless. But to see if they'll grasp on to that um, chance, because they probably won't. Yeah. Because Microsoft seems to want they want the world to stay the way it was. Yeah. You know, and well, that, it's not. Well, that's what happens when you hit when you get into you know that's what happens when you're the first to to innovate something is you want it to stay that way. Look at Facebook, look at Apple. I mean, they're having it with the iPhone, and what are they doing? They modified the same thing. Yeah, um, and, you know. and that's what's keeping making Google so relevant for so many years because Google is a huge company, but they're not afraid to change the game up. And when shit starts Google changing... Google laughs? I mean... I know. You know. When shit starts changing, they go with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they're changing it. Yeah. They're actively the ones changing it. I mean, Google Glass right now, we look at that and say, that's so stupid. 20 years down the line, when it doesn't look like a goofy fucking, like someone has braces on their eyes, right? Um, I could see that. And they've already, Google's already come out with technology of smart um, contact lenses. Right yeah. now, all they do is regulate your uh, glucose for people with diabetes automatically doing that, which is great. I love yeah. it. Um, but I could seriously see... Um, Google Glass technology going into that or just being integrated into a pair of eyeglasses. If they were integrated into a pair of eyeglasses, I would be one of the first to get that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just because it would be crazy to have, you yeah. know, but right now it's... It's a status symbol. It's a yeah. status symbol. Exactly. And, so, and Google Google's not afraid of coming out with goofy-looking shit yeah. because it stirs the pot. I mean, just even think cool. about it, you know, Apple came out with their iOS and there was the iPhones and then Android. They developed Android. So many people talk shit about it. Oh, it's just a wannabe iOS. Now it's, you know, taking up a huge market share. In some areas, it's actually beating Apple. It's I think it's beating Apple in America now. I think yeah. it just, just surpassed. Yeah, so... Because Google is what Apple used to be. Yeah. You know, Apple in the 90s was innovative. They, they came out with new shit all the time. You'd be like, what the fuck is this? And then Apple will be right there to tell you. Yeah. And it was amazing. Like Apple back in the day was the shit. Now they just make the same shit over and over again. Because just like yeah. Steve said, when you're the first one to innovate, you just wanted to stay that way. Yeah, and you you've innovated and you've changed the culture. How do you do it again? You know, yeah. you can't because if you do it again, you're technically fucking yourself. Yeah. So if you change it and fuck it up, which is what Microsoft is doing right now, Microsoft's trying to change the game all up, but people aren't really getting it. Right. They're like, I don't Windows RT and and the whole. Uh, the whole tile thing a lot of people and it Windows 8 and this is coming from a, a Linux lover Windows 8 is a perfectly service, serviceable operating system 
it's stable it works i personally don't like the interface but that doesn't mean i'm when i get on it I'm, i want to throw up i mean it works fine and they are making changes to make it more um windows 7 ish windows 7 ish for people who just want it to be that which is going to help them in the business business world too yeah. but it's it's just um they're fucking up because yeah. they're not giving people what they want and they're not showing people what they could have yeah you know so it's google's google's the number one in the game right now and that's my official stance like google's killing it yeah uh um it was it's funny too because when you were talking about that it, it reminded me of the big bang theory recently where sheldon was trying to decide whether he wanted an xbox one or ps4 and he's going through all the specs and all the schematics and all the benefits of each one and he sits there and he's like he decides he's going to get a playstation then he freaks out for a second and then it changes over to an xbox then he can't decide again and amy's like why what's the what's the problem he's like i don't know he goes i mean he goes i got the xbox he goes. Um, he goes. I bought the Xbox 360, but then the X. He goes. It doesn't follow any standard. He's the Xbox. The Xbox came out, and then their follow-up was the Xbox 360. So, you know, he goes. And then they released the Xbox One. I mean, that makes no sense. He goes. I went. Uh, he goes. I stood in front of a case of iPods, and I bought a Zune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I started cracking up. Uh, I was like, good. Yep, that's pretty much where you're on the wrong side of technology, right there. <laughs> I almost bought it. I almost bought a Zune. Yeah, I remember I, I you thought, thought Zune, about it. I thought the Zune was the shit, and I still do. I still think the Zune, at its time, was a better device. Just, just aesthetically, and I mean functionally, it's it's a fucking it's a media player. It's not. Yeah. It's not blowing any fucking minds, but it's. <laughs> Aesthetically, I thought it was better, and I thought it was cool how it had that magnetic shit, so you could just you would wrap the uh, the headphones around it, and it would stick there. Nice. And it had an FM tuner, right. which I thought was dope. But you know that technology died. Yeah. <laughs> it was integrated into their phones, which is also dying. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Well, uh, many times people, companies, or someone does something that's simply straight up bitch. So. <laughs> This is the section of the podcast we call This Week's This Bitch. Uh, so this week's This Bitch is, I'm just going to call it Nebraska. Um, <laughs> so here's a story from uh, CBS, uh, the, um, CBS website. A Nebraska school principal has apologized for sending fifth, graders, fifth grade students home with the flyer that advises those who are bullied to not, uh, to not tattle on their tormentors. Some parents of the fifth graders at uh, Zeman Elementary in Lincoln complained and posted angry comments on Facebook, uh, the Lincoln Journal Star reported Thursday. Zeman principal Donna Williams uh, apologized directly to the families on Wednesday for the wording of the flyer and that the dis and the district posted the apology on its Facebook page. Quote, the flyer was sent home with good intentions, said Williams. Unfortunately, contained advice that did not accurately reflect LPS's best, pract uh, best practices regarding response to bully inc bullying incidents. Russ Unning, the school's district director of student services, told CBS affiliate KOLN that the wrong pamphlet was sent out. Some of the information in it was not part of what our practices and beliefs are responses 
to bullying um, situations would be, he said. For example, the pamphlet's number seven rule, don't tell on bullies. The number one reason bullies hate their victims is because their victims tell on them. Telling makes the bully want to retaliate. Tell an adult only when, the, when a real injury or crime, theft of something, of something valuable, has occurred. We would keep our friends. We would we would keep our friends if we tattled on them. Would we keep our friends if we tattled on them? Uh, Unique said that the advice is the exact opposite of what bully students should do. If there is a situation that you think a, is a bully situation, we want to make sure that our staff knows about it, that they can look into it and take corrective action. Uh, district spokesperson. Mary Kay Groth said the flyer was not approved for distribution and was mistakenly included in folders of students' work sent home on Tuesday. This, it's a staff issue, so we're taking care of the staffing error, Roth said. I wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be sent home. The, uh, in the apology the parents, uh, to the parents, the district included a link to a brochure about bullying, which tells students um, asking for help is not tattling. So it was it was hilarious because I was reading some other ones on there and they were saying like, you know, uh, if bullies make fun of you, laugh with them. You know, it was it was comments like, yeah, just laugh with them. And or if they say something like you're ugly and you, you, you just reply with thank you for noticing and things like that. I was like, see, that's that's the old way of thinking that does not work. No. Like, it's funny. It's funny, too, because like. I'm 29. How old are you, Steve? 40. 40. You're getting fucking crispy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're 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 not old, but we're older, and we still remember high school. But it seems like when you get to a certain age, you just forget. Yeah. Like you don't get it, or maybe these were the popular kids that are writing all this shit. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like if a bully is bullying you, and you go, "Oh, thanks for knowing," they're gonna punch you in the face. Exactly. Because you're being annoying. For me, you know, for me, growing up, if I had a bully, and I know some of those people that don't think violence solves anything, you just pop them once in the nose. You pop them once, they stop. But nowadays, you know, you have people that you pop one, eight of them jump you yeah. at the same time. It doesn't work that way. Everybody now is a coward. A bully is a coward nowadays. You had I had bullies in school that would you know that bully me, and then I just got pissed, popped them once, and they stopped because well, I mean there was actually one that actually became a buddy of mine afterwards but before that you know it's just it was one of those where you pop them you don't tattle on them you handle it like you would you know you just say like you know why did you hit him I don't know what do you do I don't remember you know <laughs> you, yeah. kept, you, you kept it street but you know yeah that happened to me too I had a there's a dude, well, a group of dudes that always wanted a can, what they call can freshmen. It was to put them in a trash can. We had oh, trash yeah. cans all around school. And um, I was a freshman, and he was like, I'm going to can you. And I didn't know what it was. I'm like, you're going you're gonna to fire me? <laughs> because that's, to me, that's what it is. Right. You know? But in Arizona, they don't say can to fire. So he was even more confused. <laughs> so <laughs> um, he's like, I'm put you in that trash can. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. He's like, no, that's that's the tradition. I'm like, well, traditions are getting broken today because you ain't put me in the trash can. He put his hands on me and I fucking I punched him right in the mouth, and he just kind of stumbled away and 
he walked away. That was it, and he never bothered me again. Yeah. But it is true that nowadays, especially in, in some t- some cities, yeah. And I know L.A. can be pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Um, you punch a bully in the face, and he'll just come back and fuck you up when you're not looking, or you, his uh, whole fucking or, team's at you. Yeah. You know? Or worse off, his team's gonna jump in there, yeah. hold you down, so then he can beat you because that's how a man does it. You yeah. know. Because there's no. Back in the day, because I mean, I used to get into fights a little more than I should have back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, just mouthing off and shit like that. My friends would come up, I'd just be like, no, nah, hang back. You know, we're going to handle it. And I'd lose some, you know, whatever. But now it's like, I have 20 friends. Let's go jump this one dude. So many right. people jumping one dude, they're all fucking stacked on each other. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's not, that's not the way you handle that business. No. You know, but these kids today, like you said, they're all fucking cowards, all scared yeah. little bitches. Exactly. All right. Well, if you would like to recommend uh, this bitch for the podcast, please recommend it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the lazy geeks. That's all one word. Uh, or mention it on, um, to us on Twitter at the lazy geeks using hashtag this bitch. Uh, this, and you can even email it to us on our website, the lazy geeks.com. Uh, we don't tend to do this, and I know we're running a little long today, but uh, this one's important. This one's a little important. This is a moment of epicness. This is a moment that I shared on our Lazy Geeks Facebook page last weekend, and it actually brought a tear to my eye, and I kept thinking about it as 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 the week goes, and I go, I got to put it in the show notes, and, and it, it deserved a moment. Uh, this actually comes from the UK, and uh, it's from comicbookmovie.com. And I'm just going to read the story here. Jack Robinson, a four-year-old Hampshire boy with an inoperable brain tumor, died last week. Before his death, Jack had several of his dreams come true. He was visited at the hospital by Gary Barlow, a judge of the UK edition of The X Factor and frontman for the British pop group uh, Take That. Jack was an admirer of Barlow's um, single Let Me Go. Jack also is a huge Doctor Who fan and received a personalized message from Matt Smith. Uh, He was even given a ride in a fire engine as an early birthday present. While all those acts of kindness certainly helped ease the young boy's pain, yet Jack had one final wish, a Star Wars-themed funeral. Uh, Two days ago, um, according to the the release of the article, in Denmead, Hampshire, at All Saints Church, Jack's family and friends gathered to make his final wish a reality. His parents, Terence and Marie Robinson, were determined to celebrate his son, their son's life and passions, having his body carried in a Star Wars coffin in, on a white drawn, horse-drawn carriage surrounded by stormtroopers. His carriage was covered in floral tributes, one reading Jedi, and wreaths in the shape of lightsabers, Yoda and R2, inside the church, a brass ba- band played the film's the binary sunset music known as Luke Skywalker's theme and the order and uh, the order of the service read Master Jack Robinson joined the force for April 1st 2014 um, and uh, there they go at the funeral after the funeral Jack's dad said Jack was a special boy he was a unique and brought everyone together we need to give him a unique send-off, and the brilliant sunshine that came out for it was Jack's looking down on us. I'll always love you, my son. And uh, now he is one with the Force, so rest in peace, Jack. 
So that was one of those that I just I read. You can actually, if you go to the Lazy Geeks Facebook page, you can actually read. Um, you can see the article and you can see pictures from the uh, uh, from the funeral, and it's it really does like pull at your heartstrings. I know quite a few people shared it, and it was just like. Wow, and you can also see the Matt Smith's video message that he had sent to Jack. So it, it's it's one of those where you just want. I just wanted to share it because that's just you know that's just epic. You know. Yeah, yeah. it's nice that so many people came together, and you know, for the kid. That sucks, dude. Yeah. I Especially, hate you know it's with the children though. You know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, I know. Four years old, they didn't even have a chance to live. And uh, but not to end on a total downer note, but you know, Adam expressed how he wants okay. to be remembered. Uh, it just so this is this is by no means trying to be disrespectful to what we talked to before, but I've always wanted. It's so stupid. <laughs> I've always wanted that fucking viking funeral like be sent out on the on the ship and then someone shoots an arrow it, well you know most people nowadays the younger folk would think the like thor 2 right they yeah. did that on that that's that's a traditional like viking funeral for someone important you just they shoot a flaming arrow and how oh, fucking that's too badass like it's it's too much <laughs> you know, like, it's like it's like you're it out of all of I've I've read a lot about like religions of history and stuff out of all of them that is like the most badass <laughs> way to go like super badass that's yeah. how I want to go my wife won't do it that way though because yeah. I guarantee I'll die before her because she's yeah. gonna put me in a fucking grave but... <laughs> you have all your buddies standing in a line and behind the archer <laughs> uh, just yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Avril Lavigne playing in the background. <laughs> Avril Lavigne crying as she bangs on the casket before before it gets you know lit on yeah. fire. Yeah. <laughs> before really? Actually, she probably would while while it is on fire. That's true. <laughs> Why are we talking about Avril Lavigne? Oh, yeah. See, it's called it's it's a circle. All right, well, <laughs> as Adam fucked that one up, uh, that's it for this edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next time, uh, a peace out. Hey, hey, hey.